Welcome, right-wing crazies and smug left-wingers, to episode 236 of the Nerd Travaganza podcast, where this week we discuss the kind of surprise election of an American president, and uh, we will attempt to put some sort of a nerdy spin on that, even though we might just discuss the surprise election of an American president. I am, you're, you're hearing it here first, folks, uh, presidential candidate Tom for the next election cycle. Hello. I'm Brian, y'all. <laughs> I'm independent voter Cam. <laughs> Undecided independent yes. voter Cam, to whom I'll appeal throughout the episode with my <laughs> broad-reaching <laughs> broad message. <laughs> and yeah, tonight we're going to be talking about Trump getting elected. But first, let's try to think of a Trump-related way to put this. Let's wind back the clock to before the election and discuss what happened before everything changed. To remember the good old days? Yeah, there you go. When this was still the America I loved. Uh, with our weekly, geekly, geekly, weekly update. Citizen Cam, what were you doing besides working hard to get your, your favorite candidate elected? Uh, I was doing a lot of stuff. I, uh, you know, I have the future in-laws in town this week. So I was, uh, you know, spent, been spending some time with them. Uh, went this past weekend to see two movies actually i haven't Ooh. seen a movie, movie in a little while and um went and saw the girl on the train because i had read the book i think i mentioned that in my update last week uh and my fiance had also been reading the book or we've been listening to the e uh the audiobook book together and uh we both liked it so much we went and saw the movie pretty good wasn't you know obviously it wasn't the book but it was a decent interpretation and Emily Blunt was like the main character and I think she's awesome so that was good. Um, then the next day I took my mom and uh, my fiance to see Doctor Strange, oh, which, which was pretty awesome. How how yeah. was that? I, I've I, heard critics say it doesn't live up to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, it was good. I thought it was really good. It, I mean, it was very um, Inception esque. All the, the I, I mean I. I it wouldn't surprise me if whoever did Inception did that movie because it was so super super similar in terms of like the special effects and things like that. But uh, but it was good, you know. I mean, it wasn't a Guardians of the Galaxy or you know, but it was a uh, you know it was good. Uh, did some uh, we had went to a a child's birthday party. <laughs> oh, which was uh, Vaughn, you know, our buddy buddy of ours from the Adventure Game Store. He had a uh, his one-year-old uh well his one-year-old turned one um this past weekend and uh he also has a stepdaughter who's 10 so they had the first and 10 party on sunday so that that was nice and uh yeah that's it nothing really too geeky other than just um you know listen to uh uh listen to that book and um yeah been, been enter entertaining in-laws okay sounds like a pretty Pretty busy week, and I'm glad to hear that you get along with your future in-laws. That's that's oh, they're awesome. Yeah, no, they're really, I'm told. yeah, they're really cool. Mine are mine are cool too, as it turns out. So glad to hear it. It's always good. It's always it's, it always helps for sure. For our audience members listening live, before we've had the benefit of editing, there is a dog joust going on near my <laughs> right right here in the room where I'm trying to do a podcast. It turns out, so I apologize for that. You guys, want to? Take it to the next room, maybe. Hey, get out of here! Could you guys? I thought that was, I thought that was Trump protesters. <laughs> uh, 
Brian, what have you been up to? Uh, I, I'm still reading a lot. Um, I guess I'm getting used to this ebook thing, like just just the tactile and the smell and all that kind of stuff. I never really liked ebooks all that much, but now that I have this this kind of like infinite access to them, I'm really kind of knocking them out. Um, actually have been reading Blood of Elves, which is either book two, three, or four in the whole The Witcher series. I'm not really sure what order they go in. Uh, and that's that's pretty neat. I actually uh, like the characters in the video games, but this is also a lot more about, like, why... I mean, it's a book. It's obviously more in-depth. So, it, you know, it's a lot more about, like, why they believe what they believe and everything. And uh, I, one thing that I'm, I'm starting to like less about the video games now is, you know, the whole like morality system where you can be a snarky badass or a murderer or whatever, like kind of anti the, the, the true characters of the books, which bums me out a little bit. I, I made a lot of decisions uh, incorrectly. I might have to replay the, those games, do it right this time. Cool. Yeah. It is cool. Uh, I also I'm pretty excited about this. I just got the email like 15 minutes ago, so I haven't started it yet. But um, uh, Neuromancer. Yeah. Gibson? Not Gibson. Uh, Ginsburg. I, I know the maybe. I know the book. I don't know the Jesus. I'm drawing a blank on the author. The author. But I that's been on my list since the minute I got like the whole like overdrive account and that finally became available. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to reading that. Sweet. And, uh, that's, that's about it. Some, some painting and things like that, but that's not too exciting and wholly unlinkable. So again, overdrive, there is a concept of like, there's a certain number of copies in circulation, right? Not every, you can't just go there and grab a, grab an e-copy whenever you want. Right. So you get like a library card and it is and it belongs to a library system and that library system like you know for us it's Broward County Library. Broward County Library has, you know, certain number of copies in circulation and then whoever has a library card can check out from that library. So I'm sure if you live somewhere else um maybe they have more copies in Portland or you know whatever. Sure, yeah. But uh yeah. Okay. We're working through it. And I'm honestly, I'm a little surprised at how many readers in Broward of like pretty fantasy, sci-fi, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Pretty obscure books, like, you know, not mainstream stuff, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're hot commodity, man. Sweet. That's, that's encouraging. That's encouraging. Pretty neat. Hopefully one of many, uh, bloated government programs to be cut. <laughs> by Commandant Trump. <laughs> oh wait, I'm I'm kind of I'm leaning one way or the other here. I'm I'm totally neutral, so I didn't say any of that, folks. Pretend I did. Anything else, Brian? No, no. Okay, that brings it around to me. I have been consumed with work. I am. Uh, I don't know why my boss hates me, but she has decided that I need to head out of the office every day this week. And the office is. I live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The office is in Coral Gables. It's actually good to get down there with my coworkers and, you know, work face-to-face. We're, we're, we're usually remote, and there's something to be said for face-to-face meeting now and then. But uh, damn that commute. Um, I have basically 
really the only the really only nerdy spin on it besides the fact that i'm going to meet a bunch of other programmers to do programming stuff is that i have really put google maps through its paces and it is recommending route optim you know it's, it's optimizing my route and telling me to change and do this instead of that but the one You're driving part, i'm driving i'm driving down yeah yeah uh, no more mass transit um from here to so, you getting a jump on things <laughs> well i'd yeah yeah since the mass transit will be going away anyway that's true um i would like to take mass transit down but because our our transit system here is so like wholly inadequate it would take me like over three hours to get down there jesus um, christ yeah to get from fort lauderdale to coral gables which which is an hour and a, which is a hellish hour and a half drive uh, as it is but um that's assuming i don't miss any trains or buses along the way so that that's just that's a bit of a tall order, and uh, actually, it's our, not only does our transit system suck, but then we went ahead and voted down the penny sales tax, which would have done much to flesh out a better transit system. So I don't see it getting better anytime soon. Uh, all the more reason to leave. But turns out there's no free lunch. You're going to sit in traffic for an hour and a half at least to get from here to my office in the morning during rush hour. And like, I, I, I just want to die at the end of it every morning. <laughs> it's terrible. And then it's the and then to come back, it's, it's the same routine. Like basically four hours of my day, take it up by sitting in a car. And I, I just, I, this happens. And I, Again, the self-driving car can't get here soon enough. I just, I hate driving. It's I don't think that would make a four-hour commute any better, man. If I could read a book or actually just, like, have mobile Wi-Fi and work, like, do anything besides have to, like, dodge my fellow motorists, uh, it, it would make it, it would be just as long, but it would be, like, as stressful, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Uh, apart from that, Oh, that's pretty much it. I got my replacement phone. Did I tell you guys about that? Um, yeah. Yes. Paid my $200 deductible to get my phone replaced. It's here. I'm going to try to mess with it. They're, they're sending me robocalls telling me I better send the old one back or else. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so I better get on that. And uh, apart from that, oh, I, bought, I got WrestleMania tickets too. I tell you that. WrestleMania nice. is in or Orlando this year. Nice. Wow! Yeah, Orlando, Florida, entertainment capital of the world, where I where I was just this past weekend on a. My girlfriend was running. Well, sorry, my companion was running in a charity run. And here are the dogs again. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I got to get up there uh, to to cheer her on at the crack of dawn while she while she went on this race. So sweet. Um, we made a Disney weekend of it. But anyway, yeah, WrestleMania will be up there. Next, I think April, and I'm also going to be up there for the Star Wars celebration thing. So, a lot, a lot, a lot of big doings early next year in Orlando for me. I think that's pretty much it. No video games, no nothing, no fun, no fun. It's been terrific. The week's been terrific. It's been huge. <laughs> it's been huge. Speaking of huge, Cam, Eddie, Eddie you got a huge uh, batch of news for us in the news extravaganza segment. I'm going to keep it short and sweet uh, this week. Uh, I'll do a couple nerdy stories and then we'll talk about the big story. Uh, well, obviously Trump elected president. Um, so that, that's, uh, that shouldn't be news to anyone at this point. But uh, uh, as to the nerdy news, um, Stranger Things, have you guys seen that yeah. on Netflix? 
That's a great show. Big fan, big fan of the show. They've added two pretty big names for season two. Uh, do you remember Paul Reiser from Aliens and Mad About You? Dude, that's a big name. Well, I mean, he was he was a big name ten years, fifteen years ago, right? Uh, but I, mean, I guess like he was pretty. He's an '80s icon, I guess. So I guess it makes sense, right? Um, but also uh, Sean Astin. Yeah, Lord, you know, uh, Sam Wise, Sam Wise, you know Goonies and all that. Um, so they added uh, added those guys for for uh, the um, second episode. They they also added some Danish kid, but I, I never heard of her. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm looking definitely looking forward to season two of that. Um, to you guys remember you, you guys remember that episode of the episode of The Simpsons where uh, I think Bart caught caught that three eyed fish that was like Blinky. Yeah, from yeah. Uh, from the uh, sewage or whatever the. Uh, the pond outside of Mr. Burns's uh, factory or nuclear power plant. Yep. Well, apparently uh, the, uh, there are a lot of sea animals that are showing up with tons of, you know, I, I don't know if you want to call them mutations or, uh, uh, you know, natural or enhancements. Otherwise. Yeah. And, w- and one of the main ones is, uh, our two headed sharks. And National Geographic just published a piece a couple of days ago that says that two-headed sharks are, in fact, not only real, but they are super, super common now. Uh, they've been on the rise for quite a long time. And uh, it's probably because of all of the uh, shit that we've been putting in the ocean. It's obviously not because of evolution, because if sharks need anything, it's fins. They don't need right, they don't need another head. Um. So, yeah. honestly, honestly, Cam, that sounds like a bunch of alarmist crap, and it sounds like you just want to put more regulations on business. And uh, I, I, I agree. We're 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 done with that now. <laughs> we're done with that now. That America is great, so you can forget about it. <laughs> and uh, the last piece of news I'll throw out there is um, the uh, right now, as we speak, uh, you know, to sort of transition into our, our topic. There are riots or not riots. I don't want to be alarmist either on that, but there are protests, strong protests going on in seven cities across the country uh, after, you know, the day after president elect Trump was uh, given the nod for the next presidency was elected like by a big enough margin that quite a wide margin. Yeah. Yeah. And so people. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yes. <sighs> there are protests, right. So anything else? No, that's it. Okay, let me get the nerdy spin out of the way first. Will we see... Did you guys remember the cringeworthy, if you're not with me, you're against me moment from episode three of Star Wars? Or you're yeah. my enemy, I mean, or whatever the hell that stupid crap was. Or... I thought you were quoting Bush. No, no. well, do you remember when Anakin, like, is it, I don't want her about to enter that, like, uh, half hour wire foo fight on lava planet. Um, yeah, when they're on and the, kids the like, if planet. you're not with me, you're my enemy. That was like George Lucas is like, take that Bush, like you know, like <laughs> jab at yeah. George Bush. Um, are we going to see an equally ham fisted uh, paraphrasing of one of of some saying of Trump's in a future Star Wars movie? Star Killer Base Two is going to be like called huge. Oh my god, that's a huge Star Killer! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I mean, look, 
who, uh, do we know what like J.J. Abrams' affiliation is? Yes. Is he a, I mean, he could be a Republican. He's right? not. <laughs> he's oh, not. I think we have fair expectations. Uh oh. There's zero chance he's a Republican. I mean, no. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, then there's there, there's always a shot. Well, but you know what? I mean, doesn't Trump have something to do with ABC, Disney and ABC? I mean, I'm he sure might've... he has. Sure, he has some kind of business dealings with them. You know, it was different when it was just Lucas Films. He might have some kind I mean, of business dealings, but still, I'm I'm all for it if it's clever. I mean, your candidate, my candidate. I mean, you should be able to poke fun at anybody if it's clever. Lucas just wasn't clever about it. Yeah, yeah I think ABC might have. I don't know where the the Apprentice was on, but um, I mean, either way, like I, I I'm, I'm with Brian. I mean, if it's funny, it's funny. You know, who cares? But just don't like do it because you're just being a jackass. You know. Yeah, we'll see. I expect a, a whole slew of shitty protest albums. Um, co- a, basically a four-year te- temper tantrum in the media, etc. And mind you, I say this as somebody that didn't vote for Trump. So what's funny is that, like, I was, you know, I, was, I, I, I mean, I knew in the back of my mind, but I mean, you know, I was just hoping, hoping, hoping that uh, you know all these stupid political posts would go away. But now it's just, it's just even worse. It's just now it's of, worse. Like, a bunch, of, bunch of whining and just yeah. Just, <sighs> Right, like legitimized the conflict. I don't. I mean, if you don't want to call it hatred, that's fine. But it legitimized the rift. It's going to be this way for a long time. Yep, beat it, dogs. I'm doing a podcast. Out of here. <laughs> Go on. We got to get the Republicans and Democrats fighting here. Go. Hey, make America great again in another room. Go. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really. I'll I'll try to again throw some kind of nerdy spin on it later but for the moment i'm just really well i guess social media counts it's technology people are really making me sick like i i did not vote for trump i am not a trump supporter i did not want this man to win the election and that may alienate some voters but you know he won and so i'm trying to like see the silver lining in it you know maybe he'll do some things i agree with maybe he'll you know moderate i don't know i don't know but then i like see the temper tantrum fire up like it's 2000 all over again from the from the political left and I'm like reminded why I hate being in their company I you know I got to pick on people again and I apologize wholeheartedly for this to them and to you Tom but your social circle gets pissy when they don't like how how a television show went well true true but my, I, I, would, I mean <laughs> but, but my social circle doesn't riot so i, I mean I'll, no i'm not saying that but i'm just saying you said social media and your facebook like I, I, that's a tuesday night for you yeah <laughs> well last night was a particularly bad tuesday night. <laughs> well uh, here, here's my question guys okay so what does the venn diagram look like of people that put like overly obscenely dramatic Facebook posts on their timeline today. Like, Oh my God, I've never been so ashamed of my country. I can't believe my kids are gonna, you know, all, all, all kinds of shit like that. So that's one of the, one of the groups, um, the people that hate on the DC movies <laughs> and the, and the PC, like PC police mob mentality that, you know, it, is, is that just one big circle? I mean, yeah. Is that... Was it Da Vinci? What was the who was the artist who could like hand draw a perfect circle? It was one of the famous Renaissance <laughs> artists. But that is what it looks like. <laughs> there is one hundred percent overlap. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> People who introduce drama into an element introduce drama into an element, no matter what. They'll right. find something. 
I mean, I, 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 just, oh, I just, I just love that. It's like when, and, and look, I, I'm not saying, look, I, I don't care either way. I, I've, I've voiced this many times. I mean, I called, let's, let's give credit where credit is due guys. I'll, I'll pat myself on the back. Did I not say Trump was going to win three months ago, two months when Allison Hayslip was on? I, You're like the only guy in America that actually expected that. The guy was a runaway train. I, I just could tell, but the, um, uh, not not saying that I wanted that to happen. It just whatever. But and I'm not leaning either way. I I voice my opinion about politics. I'm completely apathetic. But it just kills me that like okay, so if a conservative wins or a Republican wins, it's like oh my god, the end of the world. What are we gonna do? Our children can't look. You know, what about the children? Our children can't look up to this guy. That you know, we're, we're, it's the end of the world. I'm moving to Canada. But then when Obama gets elected or a liberal or whatever, then it's like oh well. You just have to take it, conservatives. You can't you can't say anything bad about Obama, or you can't say anything bad about whatever. It's like, who are you? Like, you're so smart that you like know better than anyone else. When you, I mean, okay, yay, I tie it in nerdily again. Um, when you have the moral high ground, Anakin, don't try it. <laughs> um, right. When your position is the default, when you claim the moral high ground, then yeah, I mean, how dare anybody like go out in the streets and protest the election of the person you back. Right. Yeah. And honestly, I was really trying to explain this to my companion earlier. I don't really disagree with like the left wing on most things. I disagree with their like just utter contempt for the other side. Like they completely dismiss, like there are people right now, my personal friends posting on Facebook that, you know, Half of the country, the half of the country that voted for Trump are to the man and woman, like racist, bigot, like nightmare people. And a percentage of them probably is like there's a percentage that just voted for Trump. Like he's going to get rid of the Mexicans and Muslims. Yeah. Which, you know, we know that. But is that the majority of them? I, You know, I don't think you need to be a majority to be representative. I, I've said this, too, for a long time, like. There's people I don't hang around with because I don't want anybody thinking I like them. <laughs> like, even if I just bump into them somewhere, like, I try to give them a couple of feet. No, I'm not with that guy. He's an asshole. Don't blame me. <laughs> okay, Brian, but, okay, <laughs> fair point, fair point. And it's, it's pretty fair portion this time around. But the left has its own basket of deplorables, to borrow that. Yeah, I, you know, absolutely, but that doesn't change anything like of, of course everybody has their assholes like there's terrible people on every single side both sides three sides five sides doesn't make any one of them any better well and saying well the left is just as bad doesn't make this any easier to swallow yeah and, and nor, nor should it i mean i i'm not suggesting that it should i'm i'm just saying like basically you can't the, the bad apples in the bunch shouldn't spoil the whole bunch i guess i i always really have always have I'll always have sure i'm immemorial but you can't right we have a two-party system which means you're voting like sadly you know i vote for a third party and everybody thinks i'm some kind of a kook but we have a two-party system so you're either in with one group of dipshits or another like and they're they're part of your party and they voted for the same president as you so you're their fellow traveler whether you care to be or not well did you see rachel matt Rachel Maddow said that uh, what she said about people who voted for third parties, 
She basically said, if you vote for somebody who can't win for president, it means that you don't care who wins for president, who wins pres- the, the presidency. And I, I don't agree with that. You know, Tom, it's funny when you f- first told me that you were voting or whatever that, you know, what, that uh, independent or, or third party. I, I was like, eh, I kind of thought like that as well. But then I had an interesting, interesting conversation with my dad who is funny. Like my dad is so funny. Like he's just a weird guy. Like he's, he's very smart. He's super charming. He's a great guy, but he's just got these like weird views sometimes. And I was like, Oh, so did you vote? And he was like, yeah, I voted, you know, third party. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, why? He goes, well, if they get at least 5%, then they get more funding for next year or for next election. And, and that made a lot of sense to me. I was like, wow, that's like an actual, like really like logical reason to do that. You know what I mean? Because it it has to start somewhere, right? Any other year, I would totally agree with you. Any other year I would, I would totally say like, we just need to like, you know, inch the, the, the system forward this year. Like I honestly believe, believe me, uh, voting for Hillary was a bitter pill for me to swallow. I hated it, but God damn y'all. Do you know what we've done? Um, I know what I've done. See, I think that's, I still think that's true. I still think that's a bit dramatic though, Brian. I, yes. I, I don't think I don't I'll, think I'll get really dramatic on you later because we've probably doomed the race. The human race with his energy policies and us crossing that threshold in September. We may never come back from this. We may actually like warm the planet and make it uninhabitable. So, so you, you don't you, you don't think there's any chance any chance that that he actually is at, at, at even mediocre? Because I, I mean, I, sure, I, there's a chance. I'm just saying, like everything he's told us to expect, this probably isn't going to be good. And I don't know why you would like just take the chance. I don't know why you just like nah. Let's see what happens. Literally, that's Russian roulette. I want to make two points. Actually, I want to answer those two points that were brought up. One, Cam's, about Cam's dad. His thinking is actually in line with mine, pretty much one-to-one. I wasn't voting for just this election. I was voting to like build momentum for future elections because I don't think the fate of the nation necessarily hinges on one presidential election. I have a little more faith in our system than that. Now... I will say I will uh, say that with exception to climate change, I really do think we're at a pretty crucial time. And the thing that I most despise about Trump is the fact that he thinks climate change was made up by the Chinese so they could get better deals, (laughs) whatever the hell that (laughs) means. And uh, the fact that he, um, so I find that objectionable about Trump, but I had very little faith that Hillary Clinton was going to be the climate crusader that Sanders probably would have been. And that Obama was to it, to a certain extent. I, I did not think that Hillary was going to carry the country. She was, she was posturing as the successor to Obama, but remember people forget the acrimony between them and how at odds they were and how Obama stole her chance to be president. I, I, she was going to do the bidding of like the same, like, and Cam, please forgive me. I'm going to sound a little anti-corporate for a second. But the same um, corporate movers and shakers who exercise undue influence on our democratic process. And But Donald Trump shares that acrimony with mankind. <laughs> I don't. <so laughs> he's, he's an ass, Brian. But basically, I, I, 
I want to hope that under that that asshole persona, there's somebody who gives a shit about the country. I, I understand wanting to hope that way. You have no evidence whatsoever to believe that way. And I'm a little shocked that, like, such learned people are... I mean, this is faith. This is faith, pure and simple. No, no, no. <laughs> Brian, I, hold on. I did not vote for him. It is not faith. It is... try. I, I, as I put it a few times today talking to people, I am digging through a pile of shit trying to find a nugget <laughs> of hope. So... Well, I mean, you know, you know my, you know my view, Brian. I mean, I think, I, I, I think, regardless of who would, who won, we're fucked. It's just how we get fucked. You know what I mean? You want to hit the mouth? How fast the and how bad? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it matters. I, I'm just saying, to me, I, I sort of think maybe, maybe, maybe I am an optimist. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm looking the other way. Like, you know, sort of what you were saying as. Uh, like a, a, a known quantity against an unknown quantity. You know what you're going to get with four years of Clinton. You're just yes. going to get the same old shit. You're going to get the same, same fucking bullshit. Oh, you know, yes. at least Trump, maybe, maybe there's that spark of hope. How unhappy are you with that? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty unhappy. With four more years? With Clinton? It's not four more years of Obama, though. Four more years of Obama would be one thing, but Obama took the ship off course. The Clinton course was... Basically, well, we hate Bush. We sure do hate those Republicans. Check it out as we like implement pretty much all of the same policies. If you actually look at the course the country took, and Jesus, how does this not disturb people? The first Clinton presidency, the first Bush presidency, then the first Clinton presidency, then the second Bush presidency, the trajectory was pretty steady through all those presidencies. And it was one that took us to a point where... For, for the middle class and working person in this country, things kind of suck. And I had no reason to think that the next Clinton in office was going to deviate from that in the least. Obama was an anomaly. Obama was a, a foil. I, I know I'm not trying to blame you personally, either one of you or anything like that, but you really think Trump's going to be less of an anomaly? No, no. I wanted... Obama was good in that he was an anomaly. Trump is also going to be an anomaly, and he he might be terrible, but at least he's... A change. Like, <sighs> I didn't vote, and, and I didn't vote for him. I want to say that again. I did not vote for this man. Let, let me ask you this, Brian. Do you are do you, are you better off today than you were four or eight years ago? I, you know, it's not a fair question because there's there's context to that. Like, am I better off financially? No. Am I better off personally, spiritually? You know, yeah, I am. I I think. I, th this whole make America great thing again has really bothered me because America's pretty fucking great. Oh, I, I don't agree with I, I I don't disagree with that. I think America's still the best country in the world. But I think that I I personally am not better off now. Well, in terms of like adversity of what I had to face in terms of certain other things. But, you know, I am better off, but not because but in spite of the president, not because of. If that makes sense. I've been treading water basically through the entire Obama presidency. I, while the banks and the authors of the last like massive financial shit show we endured as a nation have moved on with their lives. I continue to live in a place that is not worth as much as I owe on it. Okay. I've, it's a, have you heard of the lost decade in Japan? You may have heard yeah, of it where there's yeah. this total economic step. Yeah. I've had my own personal lost decade most of which was presided over by Obama. Now, I'm not saying it was for lack of trying, but if you want to say, if you want to look at who stymied Obama's efforts, it was 
we could say the congressional Republicans, the very same congressional Republicans who support a lot of the policies that Clinton would have supported. So we give them all the power? No, there's no we here. I didn't vote for. I, I, I... Well, there is a we. I, yeah. and ultimately, we're all responsible for this. I accept responsibility too. We're in this boat together. I mean, whether you want to be or not, whether you voted for it or not. So, do you think that the average person in Pennsylvania, in Ohio, in 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 one of the states where the there is no economic recovery, like where all of the quote unquote blue collar jobs are just gone, do you think they voted Trump in? Thinking, yeah, he'll be just like Mitch McConnell. You know, he'll vote right along the lines of all my favorite congressmen. No, <laughs> they voted him in because he said crazy shit like, "Yeah, it's not fair that you should have to compete with you know that you're a, you're a, a person at a certain at one end of the economic uh, spectrum and you should have to compete with factories and such bringing in folks from Mexico and exploiting them for substandard wages." I'll build a wall. Trump has never in his life been that coherent. They voted him in because he found an other for them to hate. Some of them did, Brian. I will concede that some of them is like, he doesn't like Mexicans. Hell, I don't like Mexicans. Yeah. And he's going to... Mexicans, Muslims, gays, women. Trump has been shockingly moderate on gays. Like, I I have to say, he's... I, I don't believe he is a cultural conservative. I think he's a New York liberal at heart when it comes to that shit. The Muslims thing was idiotic. And I, I really, I'm not even gonna. Try, it sounds like I'm defending him. I'm not gonna defend that. That was abominable. And I hope like somebody in his cabinet sits him down and is like, yeah, we actually cannot like exclude an entire like a third of the world's population from our society because of a few crazies. But on that, on that, Brian, that one's that one's indefensible. He needs to just go do a 180 on that shit. Um, but I, I'm just trying to say like the way he appeals to. Cam was asked. I think the reason Cam, what well, Cam was driving at when asking how you're doing now versus eight years ago, there are people who are doing worse. Like they, they, they the recovery never touched them. They're they're down and out. They, nobody's got anything for them. At guys, I'm unemployed. I haven't worked in two years. My industry disappeared. Believe me, I I, I know. I mean, I you. Everybody said this for Bush, and everybody said this for Bill Clinton. I don't know why no one's saying it for for uh, Obama. The president doesn't control the economy, so I'm economically worse, and it's Obama's fault. Well, Obama. So this is the other thing: presidents do themselves no favors when they run uh, w- w- with uh, implicit promises of fixing the economy. Obama uh, ran on, I have a long-term solution to spend our way out of debt. Here, here's the thing about uh, Obama, right? So Obama did several things that were good. I mean, I, I, and he, he was a- absolutely a champion for the environment, which I respect. And he did a couple other things which were decent. But other than that, yep. um, he's just he's run up the debt to astronomical levels. And he hasn't... But you knew that when you were voting... Yeah, well, well, I mean, but that was the that the idea behind that was it was going to do something for the economy. It was going to stimulate the economy. It was going to create jobs. It was going to ch- create change. You know, he ran on change, and he won twice on "I'm going to change things." W- what did he change? He didn't change anything. Yeah, he put he put a bloated healthcare system into place that's falling apart, like a fucking around its hinges. You, you know what I mean? Like it's. Unemployment's one third of what it was when he took office, isn't it? 
Yeah, but 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 again, Brian, that's you you can't credit that to him because you just you just said the president doesn't control the economy. So you can't credit the economic recovery to Obama, right? Well, then how can you if you can't credit the the recovery, you certainly can't blame the downside. Unemployment is down, but wages are also down. So people are taking like lower, basically lower paying jobs. jobs. Yeah, shitty jobs. Brian, I'm not saying that the people who voted Trump in based on his promises understand that the president doesn't have like buttons that control the economy. I mean, everybody thinks the president has buttons that controls the economy. That's why every four years, presidential competitors, you know, crow about the economy. Like, I will fix the economy. Like, the economic cycle is largely I – mean, politics have an influence on it, but there, there's some stuff that just cannot be helped. Um. I mean, you could argue that Congress probably is the bigger culprit there at allowing malfeasance of the kind that wrecked the economy last time. That's my opinion. I may be off base, Cam. What do you think? I mean, I, I don't. I, I, I don't. <laughs> you want to remain yeah. neutral? Okay. <laughs> but you're just agreeing with me at that point. You're right. Hillary wouldn't have been any worse for the economy. Hillary. I guess at the end of the day, the president is your figure is definitely your figurehead and can stand up to and veto and single-handedly veto objectionable um, action by Congress. Right. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to paint the president as powerless. I'm just saying, like, in terms of what they represented, Hillary represented the status quo prior to Obama, which sucked. Now, Obama was, in my opinion. Or tried to be a, an agent for change and uh, to Cam's point made some changes, which were not perfect. Hillary like flat out, like there's had, there was no reason to believe that she was going to do anything, but return us to basically the Bush era. Now I will say this. I was a lot better under Bush than I was Obama. So uh, I, again, I would have been all right if Hillary had done that. So but Trump's going to return us to Reagan guys. I mean, I mean it, the economy actually was really good under, under yeah. Reagan too, but um, I guess it depends on what. Uh, Do you guys ever see Dark Crystal? Here, here's a nice nerdy spin. Remember Dark Crystal, the Muppets movie that had yeah. like the Skeksis and the yeah. Eloy or whatever the hell they were called. I, I wouldn't say that either of the parties are the like pure good guy race, but I feel like that's like our political system. We have these two sides that are like. But they, they're bo- they both have their good attributes. And if we could just merge them together, like at the end of Dark Crystal, we could have like the super party. On one hand, you know, if you're down and out, we'll help you. On the other, you know, don't stick your hand out. Try to try to make it on your own. You know, like if we could just bring all of these views together under one tent, I feel like we could have a perfect society. You know what I mean? Of, of people looking out for one another, but also looking out for their self-interest, uh, balancing that. In, in a way, I think you're talking about our country being the greater whole and our political parties being the, the, the two halves of that, that need to come together for harmony or whatever. And I, and I absolutely agree with you because like I just said, I absolutely believe this is a great country and no, it's not economically where I would like it to be. It's not, you know, foreign uh, relations where I like it to be. It's probably still the best one on the planet. And that's pretty great. I mean, we're doing all right, but I don't get where we get this doom and gloom shit. Like I don't, I don't get where uh, homicides are up. No, they're not. Crime is up. No, they're not. 
Mexicans are rapists. No, they're not. It, pure hatred. Pure hatred. Okay, I'll, I'll add to that, Brian. I'll add to that laundry list of generalizations. White people are evil oppressors. Uh, again, hatred, fear. Yes. Fearfulness. Yes. This is fucking mind control. It's, see, I almost the, I, I almost wonder if the race, gender, and identity politics are not, like, engineered by people to distract us from, like, real issues. Because at the end of the day, Mexicans are not rapists <laughs> as a rule. Uh, white people are not, like, to the man and woman, like, racist oppressors. People of other religions aren't, like, don't, don't mean harm to Americans. But people in either camp, in one of the two camps, like, firmly believe these things to various extents. Sadly. Like, I... I, there are Trump supporters that definitely think that, you know, certain groups of people are evil. And as I am continuing to see on my Facebook as we record this, there are uh, Trump opponents who think that 50% of the country are like Klan members who voted in Trump. So that, that's where we're at. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's where the country's at right now. That kind of emotional, irrational fearfulness... I don't care if you're white or black or brown or anything like that. For a long time, we were becoming more civilized, more together, more global, thinking about the stars, thinking about, you know, humankind. And, and this election, at least in our country, has very much made it us and them. Someone is them and someone is us, and it changes depending on who you're talking to. But it's all about hatred. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. I mean, I'm not just saying this to make myself sound awesome, even though I am kind of awesome. When Obama took power, I didn't vote for the man. I didn't vote for the man. I didn't, he, he sounded like kind of a, a flim-flam man to me a little bit. Like he was, tell, he, he was talking this good game, but I didn't see how That's he was That's probably racist, actually. I don't think Flip Flam. No, let me look that one up. I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think Flip Flam is racist, but it's sorry. Uh, I think the term is problematic. Flim, Flam, man. Please don't be something related to race. Uh, don't. No, I think I'm good. Okay. I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay on that one. Anyway, Obama struck me as a little disingenuous and a little slash a little optimistic. But when he was elected, here we had the first African American president. He was this young, youthful guy. He was kind of nerdy, which I liked. I gave him a shake, and I grew to like him over time. You know? And this is a man I didn't vote for. Here we have another man I didn't vote for, who, <laughs> on the surface, appears to be... The opposite of that. He's a bully, and he's anti-intellectual. That's the wrong step. I'm trying... I'm trying to see past that. <laughs> I'm trying to see what, what the good in this may be, because the man was elected. And I don't think we gain anything by marching in the streets, protesting against the duly elected commander in chief of our army, et cetera, et cetera. Now the new hashtag. Do you guys remember not in my name, yeah, the, yeah. the big Bush? But well, what new... is that? That's them creating an us. Yes. Well, they are, have already done it. The new one is not my president. Still us and them. I still hate it. And for the record, I'll go right. I'll, I'll go right now. Trump, my president. Like I said, we're responsible for this. Right, right. Don't like it? Can't help it. Where's the birth certificate? Like, people forget how outrageous that shit sounds when you're on the other side. People are stupid. They really are. I mean, they really are stupid. God. 
Even Trump finally conceded that Obama's a legal citizen. So uh, there's hope that people can come around. Even Trump. Oh, God. Cam, you've been kind of quiet there. Are you just taking all this in? Yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> I think the, the, the horses, the dead horse has been beaten. Yeah. Yeah, all right. All right. We can, I could rant about this forever, but shit. All right. Nerdy spin. Um, can I think of another one? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll go back to Star Wars again. Um, and from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. We don't really have a Sith Jedi dynamic going on here, do we? I mean, I think if you're on one side or the other, you're definitely considering yourself the Jedi. But does being like, does leaning more towards like personal, you know, self reliance and, and less government assistance? make you evil does leaning more towards a, a government that takes a more active role in your life and creates a social safety net make you evil or does it just mean you have a difference of opinion it means you have a difference of opinion but i i think there's a palpatine here <laughs> i i really think there's something lurking in the shadows unseen it's not trump though right it's some it's some unseen agitator well not, obviously the fucking figurehead's not unseen i mean yeah okay okay but he he's he's the He's the face of, of what's going on behind the scenes. Who do you think is like secretly manipulating things? Like some, I mean, if you wanna if you wanna like oversimplify and call it like corporate America, fine. I I know some crazy people call it New World Order, <laughs> but it it's basically like the whole ninety nine percent one percent thing. Like there are people who benefit from keeping everyone else poor and uneducated and on their fucking cell phones bitching about something twenty four seven. Illuminati, That's man. Point. Illuminati. And it always has been. There's a reason that fucking concept is 2,000 years old. Oh, God. If you yeah. wanted us, hate them. They don't have to hate each other. If we can identify who they are. Maybe we are them. Maybe maybe we set up... Maybe we elevate these people to power so that they can validate our uh, our, our justified fears and of the other or some bullshit. You know, I... Uh, or yeah, maybe some, maybe the reptiles are controlling us behind the scenes or some crap. No idea. Yeah. All right. Anyway, political rant over. This is a this is an unprecedentedly <laughs> honest episode of the Nerd Travaganza podcast. Yeah. Promise next week we will not talk about politics anymore. Yeah. By now, I hope you all know that we are, you know, strict partisans here. <laughs> yeah. I didn't vote for Trump. I'll say it one more time. I'll say it one more time, just so nobody thinks I did it. That's one thing. Apathetic. Do I do I sound like a Trump supporter, guys? Be honest with me. Do people do, do I? Ah, sound you're, like, you're you're taking like devil's advocate. You necessarily sound like a Trump supporter, right? Because I'm not like. I mean, this show would suck if you were just like, yeah, Brian, get him. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like I feel like the fact that I'm not out like burning him in effigy means I, I must be a supporter in a lot of people's eyes. But you still got time to join the protest. Uh, no thanks. I couldn't take all those. Never. All right, I'm going to stop. <laughs> okay, uh, there is no stopping uh, the dog fight going on behind me. I'm sorry for all the nice. claw noises you hear. Nice. And there's also no stopping the Nerd Stravaganza podcast, regardless of who is president, until such time as laws are passed that ban podcasting. Yeah, I might not be on next week. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Going on this record, y'all might not see me for a while. Oh, that's true. You mean Canada? 
No, I'm ain't getting called in. Uh, Trump might disappear him. Like Trump's gonna lock up. <laughs> is he still gonna uh, lock up Crooked Hillary, or is, or is everything buried now that now that he won? I, 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 you know, I will say this, and it fucking terrifies me. I saw posters just like on trees and on lampposts and shit like that. Like, like lock her up, and like overnight, as soon as he won, people put those things up. Jesus. So that's going to be yeah. the first thing that they want to lock her up for her, for her emails or whatever. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. That just means they're ignorant. But, you know, I mean, Trump's not beholden to do that or anything. I, I doubt, you know, he even saw the posters. But <laughs> Well, I know, I, know what he did. I know what he did see. This is actually, this is kind of a funny story to round it out before I do the, the farewell. Last night, or was it Tuesday or whatever, you know, we're all at work. We're like on this, this road and there's traffic going on. You know, we, we, see it, we see it out the window of this office we're working in at work. And toward the end of the night, it's getting like, we're like an, within an hour of the polls closing. And this guy goes by with a lock her up, go Trump. Like this, basically his pickup truck converted into a mobile, like propaganda <laughs> machine oh on God. wheels. Yeah. And he's got somebody in the back, like ringing a bell, like ding, 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 ding. And it's like lock Hillary for jail, lock her up, go Trump, like all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, you're not, it's like the last hour. Like you, at this point, you're not having an effect. Nobody's like going to the poll. Like, I don't know. And then, then you roll by in your truck and be like, ah, I'm yeah. going for Trump. Yeah. But I like to think that guy's at a barbecue or something today. Like, you know, like showing everybody pictures of his truck and beating his chest. Like, yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Turn, pretty much nailed turn it. Turn the tide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, good job, truck bell guy. You definitely uh, turned things in favor of Trump, which was your desired outcome. But not mine, I want to say one more time. (laughs) And with that said, and to get back to what I was saying before, there's traffic ends and never stops. We're here every week, no matter who is in power. And we are nonpartisan most of the time. Most of the time. So why not check us out every week on iTunes... Google Play Music, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google Circle, and join the Nerd Stravaganza HQ group on Facebook. Cast yourself on over to nerdstravaganza.com and check out our brand new shiny website for your viewing pleasure. Uh, Poll yourself on over to YouTube and check out this and all of our other video content and send us an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com and let us know what you think about Crooked Hillary and Crazy Trump. <laughs> Hashtag not my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> With that said, Brian, take us away. We've got the best hatred. We've got huge hatred. Tremendous hatred. <laughs> it's bigly hatred. Bigly oh, hatred. goodbye everybody and uh god bless (laughs) good night and good luck good night and god bless (laughs) yes (laughs) goodbye